0: Apocalypse, apocalypse party party. our Apocalypse Party! Apocalypse Party! It's a playlist for the end of the world.
1: (laughs) That feels so appropriate this week.
0: Yeah, it really does. And um, I am Catherine McCafferty. I'm Nora Siobhan. Great. And we're starting. And we're starting. (laughs) This is our intro episode. Yeah. So just a little bit about what we're doing each week. We want to bring you a few songs that we've paired with the week's news And we will in the coming weeks have guests on to talk about the music that they are listening to in order to combat the chaos that is (laughs) happening all around us. Yeah. So it's it's music, it's politics, it's ladies. Ladies being ladies. (laughs) Don't know what I mean
1: by that. You don't have to. But we're keeping it in. 2018. Yeah. So for anyone tuning in, maybe. In the future, in the news this week, or this past week, Anthony Kennedy resigned
0: and Donald Trump has nominated his new pick for the court. Brett Kavanaugh. Yep. So, what we're going to do with our time here is call our representatives and say that we do not support Mm -hmm. the appointment of a Supreme Court justice by a president who is under federal investigation. Yeah, Um, and the reason we're doing this
1: and putting it on a podcast is because we know that it can feel weird and awkward and intimidating to do this kind of thing. Like, I think prior to Trump's election, a lot of us had never called our senators' offices before and just chatted about our ideas on things.
0: Not Uh, at all. I am calling my senator more than I call my grandma.
1: Me too, because both of mine are dead. (laughs)
0: Love you, Grandma. I'm just, I'm looking up right now. I love, you know me, I love a good uh, dead familial joke. (laughs) (laughs) So that's the kind of humor you're going to get here at Apocalypse Party. The dad humor is what I would say my number one joke brand. (laughs) (laughs) But going back to, like, why we're calling on the pod is, uh, I know that I always feel really awkward knowing what to say. I never want to sound stupid, calling my representative I'm like oh my god what do I say other than like everything feels like it's on fire yeah which I think you could say and in California it'd be accurate Mm. and they'd be like we know we have windows there's a wildfire outside right now but this is like something that you can do and it's so easy it's so easy and if you want to do it now you can do it now with us yeah and if you want to do it later, maybe do it with a friend, because it's less scary with friends. Yeah. Um,
1: okay, so first we're going to call... Kamala. Kamala Harris. Yeah. She's We, we are in California, so it's Harris and Feinstein are our reps, so mm-hmm. we're going to call Kamala first, and we're calling her L.A. office? Yes. Because we live in L.A., and
0: that yeah. makes sense. we think that makes sense. Okay. <clears throat> oh, my God. you for calling the Los Angeles office of United States Senator Kamala Harris. welcome your calls and your opinions. If your message is regarding casework assistance, please call our caseworking office between the hours of 8.30 a.m. and 5.30 p.m. to speak directly with one of our caseworkers. If you are leaving a message regarding a specific issue, we would like to remind you that you may also leave a comment for Senator Harris on our website at www.harris.senate.gov. If you're requesting a callback, Leave a message with your name and phone number, and we will get back to you as soon as we can. Thank you. The Los Angeles office of Senator Kamala D. here. Mailbox is full. <laughs> <has to> <laughs> okay, so. <laughs> great. The great. mailbox okay. is full, and we can call. <laughs> I'll call back tomorrow. And call back tomorrow, but we can leave mm-hmm. a comment on their website, so that's great. Yeah. Um, uh... So I will do that right now. Yeah. In addition to calling tomorrow. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, we'll call tomorrow. We'll h- hold each other accountable for that. Yeah. It's easy to do, but we can... I, I didn't realize that you could leave a comment on their website regarding an issue. Yeah, that's very cool. I'm definitely going to do that. So maybe a little bit of a lack of a climax there. But, yeah. <laughs> but but here is a break so that you can call your senator. Yeah. And we're back.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I hope you guys had a good call.
0: Yeah, make sure you call, I think, I guess between Um, 9 and 5 or something. Yeah, call
1: between business hours.
0: It makes sense, though, that I I like that their mailbox is full. It means that a lot of people are calling.
1: Yeah, I think that's a – I'm taking that away as positive Mm -hmm. of this experience.
0: Yeah. God, it just all feels like a dumpster fire. Yeah, Um, it really does. But, you know, I think that also part of it is – we were talking about this earlier is not being like too depressed over what's happening and instead you were talking about channeling your like Uh, sadness into anger yeah so I
1: spent much of the past week just really sad every single article that I clicked on I read about halfway through and then I had to close my laptop and take a break
0: because it made me so sad Mm -hmm. and now what specifically is making you feel a little bit hopeless I guess i would say it's
1: not just the the future of reproductive rights in this country being now perilously close to being threatened but i would say that it's like it kind of just feels like the widespread corruption in the republican Mm -hmm. party that has gotten us to this point Mm -hmm. where they've propped up donald trump in all his horribleness just because uh the end goal for them is this it's to get justice, to, to get point. justices on the court, mm-hmm. I it it's
0: always been there. I feel like yeah. they've always been.
1: It's like the deal they make—they made with the devil, put up with mm-hmm. Donald Trump, and you will get Roe v. Wade overturned. You will get uh, affirmative action overturned. You will get basically like the last half century of progressive rights overturned. And I—and it doesn't matter to them that he's a despicable, racist, misogynist, sexual predator uh, who. Is also incompetent, and just launched us into a trade war with China. Like, oh my doesn't... god!
0: And that that though, I feel like, oh god, there's just so much. There's because so much the whole trade. So I feel like I was literally reading about the trade war, and then Justice Kennedy stepped down, and I was like what and yeah. then everything shifted to that and then we still have 2300 stolen children from our borders there's absolutely right. no plan to get them no plan. back to their families and still we have children in court defending like babies in, 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 a six-year-old like yeah, fucking a toddler and they are in like, court alone and it's defend like defend yourself what? but they can't even wipe their ass like yeah. what the hell what the hell? So it's it does feel like a lot. And then we're like, well, I guess we can focus on this, the, the Supreme Court, because that feels very heavy. And we have to, I think something that I'm struggling with is like keeping all of the issues. Yeah, um, it kind of feels like we are, we've got a lot of plates spinning in the air mm-hmm. right now. And we but keeping can't, them spinning, I think, honestly, yeah. because I think it is really important that we don't forget that. Over two thousand children were stolen in America. Yeah, um, um, and to keep that at at the forefront of the news. And then, yeah, uh, yeah, I don't
1: know. It's hard because they are dismantling things so quickly. Mm-hmm. Uh, whether it's uh, like environmental regulations or oh, yeah, union union Pruitt, protections. Though, oh, um, Scott Scott Pruitt stepped down. Stepping down, which is great.
0: Yeah. Who knows if the next person But also like, yeah, they no one believes in the environment in that administration, so I don't have any faith that they're gonna appoint someone who will actually like uphold the EPA regulations or anything. So, yeah.
1: It all it all feels really terrible. Um but <sighs> sadness feels helpless. Mm-hmm. Anger feels productive. Mm-hmm. So I have been listening to I've been getting in touch with my angry side. Great. Um my I have two songs for right now. Play. I'll talk about the first one first. Uh, it's Rage Against the Machine, Dustify. It, feel, it just feels very appropriate for this time period. Hell yeah. Uh, yeah. When did that come out? Mm, early 2000s, I want to say. Yeah. Late 90s, early 2000s. I feel like Bush was definitely in office yeah. when it came out. I feel like it's very timely, even though it's like a 15, 20-year-old song. Um, let's bring it back. Yeah, let's bring it back. I just want to play this in my car all the time. Uh so and here's just a little clip for ya
0: Right. Great. Great. Yeah. Okay, so something that I've been listening to is by Beck Sandridge. She's actually a queer artist, which I love. Yeah. And she is someone who wasn't on my radar until like a couple months ago. Her song that's uh, just is really catchy is You're a Fucking Joke. Great title. That is a um, powerful title. Mm hmm. I feel like that I feel that way about a lot of the Republican Party right now is that they're fucking jokes and Mm -hmm. they're not standing for what 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 their party used to be like which was in and of itself respectable and Mm -hmm. I disagreed with a lot of their policies and Mm -hmm. their platforms but I didn't feel like it was evil.
1: You know? I will say, I think that, like, the courting of the religious right over the past few decades has been evil. Yes. (laughs) Just their stance, like, for the longest time, like, their focus on family values, Mm, meaning, mm -hmm. like, anti-LGBTQ, anti-woman, effectively. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But, like, I didn't... But being a Republican didn't used to mean that you were, like, moderately accepting fascist measures and the caging of children. It didn't used to mean that. Right. Right. It didn't... Right. Right.
0: Sorry, I'm feeling real spicy. I guess, though... If you're you're a Republican, fuck you. (laughs) Yeah. Well, fuck you, but also let's have a conversation, because I do think that too many people are refusing to talk to their Republican counterparts, and that's part of the problem, is that we're, like, a very divided country right now, and I understand that, like, some people have been doing the heavy lifting for quite some time, and Mm -hmm. so they don't necessarily need to talk to, like, the Republican people like, in their family or whatever, but, like, someone who grew up in the Midwest who's Mm -hmm. a white person, like, I know Republican people, and I have them on Facebook. Yeah, and it's, like, those people, yeah, let's have a conversation, because I think that's part of what we need to be doing right now, is to be understanding the other side and also saying, like, these are are my views. What are your views and why? I feel like I,
1: you are a bigger person than me because mm. as you were saying that I was like yeah let's have a conversation I'll win well sure yeah I mean that you're talking about like I, I am emblematic of that right now
0: well I'm sometimes <laughs> you're just not in a place where you can have a conversation which is yeah. why like if you do feel like you're in that place then like talk to those people not everyone needs to not everyone needs to be articulate and like able to sit down with people that they have Massive ethical differences Massive ethical differences Yeah It's, yeah. No, I, it's not for everyone all the time right. We take turns, right? Yeah. That's the whole point Exactly um, So and anyway
1: I, Yeah, sorry No, I was going to say and I, and, like, and I do appreciate people who can talk to people on the other side I think it requires like a great generosity of spirit mm-hmm. to do that yeah. And sometimes I'm just fucking tired and angry and I wanna be like, Can you not see what's happening? Yeah. Turn your party around. That's all I gotta say.
0: But your fucking joke, great song. great song, Beck Sandridge, excellent chorus to dance to. <laughs> Let's take a little minute to have, have a, have a, a listen. <laughs> These collins thong so hold them from your skin. Don't let the fucker in. But it's high off the key. And we're back. Oh, that was so good. What a delightful treat. For the ears. Um, right, Nora, you have another song you want to throw in there?
1: Uh, yeah. Still on my anger train, if Mm -hmm. you couldn't tell. Excuse me, I'm getting over a cold, and it's taking weeks. Um, (laughs) Yeah, my other song is Sabotage by the Beastie Boys. Yes,
0: yes, 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 yes. I love that song.
1: Yeah, and this one goes out to all the Democratic senators who need to fucking block kavanaugh's confirmation that's basically it i'm just like so
0: over the idea of niceness and civility and getting along well this is like something that i think that we fell into as democrats that like the whole when they go low we go high it's like great well for the next hundred years then we're gonna It's going to change the makeup of our courts now that we... We need to fight. We do, because honestly... And and, use your nails.
1: Oh, I like that. This is not hyperbole, but if abortion is outlawed in this country,
0: women will still have abortions, but women will die and... And it'll be the it will be lower class it will be it will be right socioeconomically it's gonna be yeah it's gonna be lower and poor
1: yeah. it's gonna be poor women and poor women <laughs> in red states the hardest across every community and if ends.
0: that's I forgot how many states it is with trigger laws 23 is it 22 22 22? it's in the 20s mm-hmm. but trigger laws if you don't know is if they if they overturn Roe v. Wade immediately, that mm-hmm. goes into effect. effect.
1: Abortion becomes immediately illegal. Yeah, so another thing you can do when, you, when you're calling your senator, call your governor and uh, just let them know that you are against trigger laws. And also just, like, donate to Planned Parenthood. find the Find a local abortion fund in your area and donate to them if you believe that women should have the right to make choices about their bodies and their futures. I don't know, so. Let's listen to Sabotage. Let's listen to Sabotage. (laughs)
0: And we're back. Yay. All right. Let's uh, bring it out on something that's like a little more, uh, like a little softer, a little cheerier. I um, love it. <laughs> Yeah. I, uh, I think that as a country, we're feeling very vulnerable. And uh, I'd like to throw in the mix a song that I think is about vulnerability. And it's also a little more upbeat. It's My, My, My by Choi Savan. I love this song. And it's so catchy. It's so, it's catchy. so danceable. And so it's about. danceable. It's about um, being vulnerable and that being scary, but fighting a way through it. So let's give that a listen. my baby. running from us, running from us. We did it we did it that's it we wanted to just give you guys a taste of each week what yeah. we're going to be bringing to your ears
1: <coughs> each week we will curate an actual spotify playlist the mm-hmm. link will be in the show notes yeah so in addition to what we mentioned in the pod yeah we'll like throw in a couple of other things that we're listening to this week that fit thematically perhaps with uh with what we talked about in the show and I would just like to say I ranted a lot today and I'm not sorry.
0: That's great. I, <laughs> I was love about it. to apologize and I was just like, No, fuck no. it. I'm mad and inarticulate and that's fine. And I think that's how a lot of us are feeling. Yeah. It's like mad and inarticulate and I think also you're not inarticulate. <laughs> I feel like, but there's so much yeah. swirling around. Yes, there's, there's just so, so much. much. It's really hard to put into word words, which is why, like, when we sat down, we were like, "I guess let's just talk about Scotus," because that's yeah. like the on the forefront of everyone's minds right now. Yeah. Um, I do kind of want to plug the show that I run. Oh yeah, um, I run a stand-up show here in L.A. Uh, we're going to be raising money for Define American which um, is an organization right now that's teaming up with some legal organizations in order to help reunite the 2,300 children that were kidnapped. Um, awesome. Yeah, so uh, it's a free show. It's a free stand-up show. It takes place July 20th at the Virgil, and it starts uh, doors open at 7.30 p.m. It's a free show, but we will be at the front collecting a suggested donation of five dollars and we'll also pass the bucket around at the end and it's like kind of just like pay what you can yeah everything is going to go to define american we're not keeping any of the money um and
1: come and open your wallets and i just have to say if you're in la you should definitely come to the show because the lineup is always amazing. It's such a fun show. Yay. They've been doing it for a while, and everybody should come. It's just a fun thing to do on Friday night.
0: Yeah, and it it's free. is free. It'll be fun. Uh, and we we'll, a good cause. We'll put like the info in the show notes. Yeah, just a small plug for that. Um, awesome. Anything else? No. No. All right. Great. <laughs> and next <laughs> next week we'll have a fun guest. Yay. All right. Thanks. Bye. Apocalypse, Apocalypse. Party, party.